Hello everyone, uh, my name is Rian and welcome back to uh, my Coffee Talk podcast. So today we're going to talk about in, uh, emotional support. So I'm with Sherelle, Sherelle Mead. Hello, Hi. Sherelle. Hi. Um, so Sherelle uh, works for Forward Steps with me um, and she is the mental health and wellbeing officer. Yes, that's right, yeah. So you you um support uh children and parents with um some mental health issues is that right? right yes, yeah, so I support the whole family um but I do counselling for children or young people up to the age of twenty five, and then workshops usually for the parents um and you know give them a sort of support pack and things to do at home and things like that. So yeah, oh, that's great. So you do um, like a wide range of um, ages and working on with parents and stuff. Yeah, it's really nice that, um, you know, I can involve the whole family because, you know, that's how you can, you know, help people to change, isn't it? And to, to get the changes they want at home by helping the whole family. Oh, that's so good. And it's, it's, a, it's a demand at the minute, isn't it? It's a, it's a really big need, especially in the Neath and Matalba area. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, and rightly so, there's more of a focus on mental health these days, isn't there? And, you know, it's more widely known that mental health is, you know, so it's just as important as physical health. So, yeah, thankfully, there's more of a focus on it. And, yeah, there's always a need, probably more so after, you know, covid yeah yeah definitely it's going to be a very high demand then yeah definitely um okay so we'll just jump straight into it um so Sherelle could you tell me uh, about a little bit about um emotional literacy yeah um so emotional literacy is something I do uh, a lot with children so it's the term used for the ability to understand and describe our feelings um so it involves sort of having self-awareness and being able to recognize the different emotions um, and knowing how to manage them so how to help ourselves with them um, so when I work with children in this way it's about giving them the language to understand how they feel and then what to do about those feelings so how to help themselves all right oh brill that's really good um so um it's important to know how to have a conversation about emotions and mental health. Uh, how could you do this? Yeah, definitely. It's really important. Um, and it can be a bit overwhelming for people. Um, I think to start with, uh, making sure that you and the child are feeling calm and connected. So, you know, it's not a conversation that should be heated or that should feel, you know, big and scary. Um, it's something yeah. that we should do calmly. Um I'd explain to a child firstly that we all have mental health like I said just like we have physical health we all have mental health too um, and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not so good so it's normal it's nothing to be ashamed of um, and then to explore emotions uh, there are a few different little games or resources that can be good depending on the age of the child so simple things like just using emoji faces um, and exploring yeah. which emotion goes with which face. So what does your face look like, for instance, when you're happy or when you're angry, etc. cetera. Um, and then asking questions like, what do you think someone uh, might feel like when they feel this way? You know, where would it feel in their body? Um, what do you think would uh, cause a person to feel like this? What's happened for them to feel this emotion? 
All right, yeah. So yeah, so first of all, it's getting them to recognize emotions um, so they know what it looks yeah. like and what it feels like for them because it's different for every person. Um, yeah. And it helps to share your experiences of emotion as well about when you felt certain things so they can relate to it. So yeah. that's the first step yeah, is yeah. recognizing and then um, we'd look at practical ways to manage them then after that. Yeah, that's really good. I, I've done one in the past where um when I'm trying to get very young children and babies to identify emotions or you can actually start from babies to start learning them about emotions yeah. um I done it mostly through uh songs and then um, YouTube videos where we listen to songs and we done it through like monster faces yeah. which children really love so you can start from a very young age yeah definitely the younger the better and there's some great resources um you know like you say using songs and things using pictures comics any you know there's uh, loads of sort of little characters and things you can use so getting them engaged in a way that they understand you know ca- characters they like on tv or whatever is good yeah definitely especially um if you're using emojis it's, it's like um this like a modern day thing you now using emojis yeah exactly right? yeah yeah all right brilliant um so um parents should have also have time for self-care shouldn't they yeah um, how how would you think they would do this um self-care yeah well you know when it comes to you know children's mental health um a lot of the time you know a child is sees a counselor or something and um what's really important is for the chat it is for it to start with the parent you know is for them to be able to look after themselves and help themselves before they can help the child and sometimes that you know is overlooked or can be really difficult maybe for single parents and people who are managing you know other illnesses or roles and things um yeah. but it's so important to make sure we're not running on empty you know and reaching yeah. out so yeah. so I think you know ways that you can do it I mean it starts with self-compassion so understanding that it's not selfish to put yourself first sometimes yeah of course um, and that it actually helps our children and everyone else around us as well if we take good care of ourselves and take time out for ourselves um, yeah a lot of parents You've got to take care of yourself. Yeah, 100%. There's a big stigma about putting yourself first, particularly as a woman, I think. And it's so important to to know that sometimes you have to in order to help other people, you know. Yeah, you've got to, I think. I think it's definitely something you would have to do first before you could look after others. Yeah, definitely. And there are so many ways you can do it. I mean, it can just be a chat on the phone with a friend or you know a bath or having a hobby that's just for you that you can enjoy um yeah and obviously the basics like getting enough sleep eating properly exercise um but yeah I think it's important you know to remember that we're all just doing our best and also sometimes yeah. we need to be able to ask for help in order to practice self-care so you know yeah a lot of people struggle with asking for help yeah. don't they the they seem to think, oh, I can do it. I can do yeah. it. But then it's there's there's no harm in asking for help. It's no embarrassing or anything. You know, it's not yeah. it's not a bad thing. Yeah, definitely. That's another thing that stigmatizes asking for help. But um, the most capable people are people that who are, you know who can ask for help, and and that's something that we want to pass on to our kids as well. That it's okay to ask for help. You know, you don't have to struggle on your own. 
Um, yeah, and you and you've been a good role model then if you've taken care of yourself and you're asking for help. Exactly. You've been a good role model to your Yes, child. exactly. And we want our children to put themselves first sometimes, you know. We don't want them to just be doing everything for everyone else all the time. So yeah, that starts with us, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, so we've got one more thing I think to cover. Yeah. And I think it's um what mindful parenting is I'm not quite sure what this is yeah well it's really simple really and it kind of goes with everything we've talked about it's um so it's kind of the concept of being present so being in the moment with your children so it's basically giving them your full attention um, All right. and it also means like when we're parenting mindfully we're making a commitment to respond to the child rather than reacting so it's about self-regulation and being able to deal with our own emotions first um, right. so it's something that takes practice and there's techniques you can learn such as learning your emotional triggers like taking a pause or doing you know a short breathing exercise to help you respond you know with empathy rather than acting out you know when you're stressed or angry um, yeah I get you. Yeah. They absolutely can work wonders, um, you know, to create a really good bond between parents and kids and model what good behavior is. You know, if you're able to, in the moment, regulate yourself and deal with your emotions, then the, the child can see that as well. Yeah, they, they listen and they observe everything, don't yeah. they? They like spend Exactly, it. exactly. And it's so easy when we're triggered. I mean, sometimes we're triggered into being angry because we feel like we're not being a good parent and we're like, oh God, you know, I don't know how to deal with this. And that makes us, you know, angry and shout and then we feel guilt afterwards. So it's just about slowing down, checking in with how we feel, understanding that that's, that's our feeling. We can regulate it and then we can deal with things in a better way in a more calm you know and loving way oh that's brilliant yeah it's fab and I think it all ties in together you know we can't we in order for us to be you know to try mindful parenting we really need to be practicing self-care you know looking at our own needs and whether they're being met as well so yeah well, that's, that's really really good to know um so uh Sherelle, um how could we like say there's some listeners now that are thinking oh I really need this support um how could they get in contact with you um or uh, where could they go to find you um well you can contact me via my email address so it it is the longest email address ever Uh, (laughs) but it's my full name Sherelle Mead at buildingblocksfamilycenter.co.uk um, so I, I offer free wellbeing support for um, families who have a child with a disability. So I can send out resources and sort of work with you in ways that you can start to implement these sort of things. Um, I've also got my Facebook page. So Sherelle Mead, uh, counsellor and wellbeing trainer. So I've got videos on there and um, resources and things like that I post quite often. Um, and yeah. Yeah, so please do get in touch if you if you you know interested and want any resources. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Oh, thanks, Sherelle. Uh, thanks for uh, joining me on this podcast today. It's been very helpful and I think very useful for our listeners and to me because I didn't really know um, about mindful parenting and yeah. some other the questions we went through. Um, so, oh, thank oh, you. Very thank much. you for having me. And thank you. It's been nice to have a chat with you and. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Thank you. Girl.
拜。